Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Lunch with Leah, episode 610. And here's Leah. Hi, everybody. I'm sending an email. <laughs> you know, back in a few. Hold on, in a few. Hold on. Oh my God. So I was, I was surprised. I book. You won't believe I'm booking uh, Brandy and uh, Julie's Gay Politics. What's it called? Dumb Gay yeah. Politics. Their podcast. I'm booking them. Solid. I'm getting them a guest a week. I got another one for them. She was just texting me. I said, "You're not going to believe the next one I got." <sighs> well, let's see what's going on. I don't even know. I've been fighting on Twitter, if anyone hadn't noticed, with this Ronald Richard guy who's attacking me. And the only thing I told him was that, you know, I, this whole thing with Erica Jane, people are collapsing the victims with her and her part in it. And all I was saying is stop trolling and bullying her on Twitter. Take it up in the courtroom. He's a lawyer. Don't, don't do that. And he came at me. And then, of course, all the trolls. What about the victims? This has nothing to do with the victims. It has to do with an adult lawyer man trolling and bullying and shading and trying to discredit and trying to humiliate and trying to embarrass a grown woman. Just take it up in court and quit bullying her. That's all I was saying. I wasn't saying anything about the case or anything about anything. Of course the victims should all get their money, but it has nothing to do with his behavior. So I've been fighting on him with Twitter. Then I got another fighting Twitter thing with the California thing where these people are like, you don't even know Larry Elders. I know everything he said. I heard him. I've listened to him. I do know who he is. I know what he stands for. Do you want California? Oh, my watch just came off. Do you want California to become like Texas and, and Florida with COVID? No. So don't vote for him. I mean, people get their panties all knotted up because you just make a comment that you disagree with them. I mean, I'm just disagreeing with you. If you want to vote for him and live <laughs> with COVID, and then go ahead. Well, exactly. And the whole thing with Erica, I mean, it's just so... The court of public opinion just really stinks. I think they've been really nasty to her. And I'm anxious to see the reunion. They taped it this oh, week. I and I heard that. that Andy actually did a little video story in the middle of it. And he he just looked over and he goes, how are you doing, Erica? She said, oh, just great. And then he actually talked about it on his show yesterday and said that the first 90 minutes was him going in really hard on her. And she answered every question. Well, the problem, the problem is that, you know, listen... Whatever she knew or didn't know, the point is the lawyers didn't know, the accountants didn't know, the city of Los Angeles gave them rewards, the, the commerce, city of commerce or whatever it's called, business bureau, they all gave them awards. No one was raising their hand and yelling until, and now they're all taking it out on her. And, you know, she, if they didn't know, why would she know? Now, where she's hurt herself is by not being, um, as sympathetic as she could be to the victims publicly. But that doesn't mean she doesn't cry herself to sleep every night feeling horrible about the whole thing. Her whole world has collapsed. So my point is you're a grown man, you're a lawyer, 
you know better. So just stop trying to embarrass and humiliate her on Twitter. Just take the court, take it to the court. And I got all this whole thing going about that. And you know, I mean, listen, I, I'm never one to pile on. I'm only going to pile on if you're an evil at the core person. I'm not going to pile on for someone's behavior if they're trying. You know. Exactly. So anyway, then uh, so you know, Randazzo's opened up again in the Gables. Did you know that? No, right I did next not. Next to the Globe. I'm, I hate to tell everybody we will never be able to get a table there again. <laughs> but it's indoors, so I just ordered to go. But yeah, yeah, can you believe it? Now they're trying to get outdoor seating. But uh, yeah, they opened up again in the Grove. You know, that's RJ's like, oh my God, his favorite. They oh my goodness, we're getting so many comments. People are saying how beautiful you look today and they are all, all dying over the scarf. They want to know who's oh, the scarf, one, what's the scarf. Alexander McQueen, uh, right? It is Alexander James McQueen, it's beautiful. gave me an Alexander McQueen, but I left it in LA. It's the, it's the kind of gold with the pink. Right. And I was going to pull that out today and I was like, I think I left that in LA. I went to my photos and there it was in LA, <laughs> along with that Versace one. That's one of my favorites that you gave me. That's the, um, the print. What do you call that one? The uh, uh, little bit print. The, the animal layer. Animal print. Yeah, yeah it has the animal print. Where's the dog? Little boy. Okay. Leah sent me a she, I keep buying her a scarf every year for her like her birthday and or something like that. Them. And she's got every color, so I actually made her take a picture of all of them laid out on her bed, so I know which one's. I she know, had. but I don't need any more. No more scarves. I'm trimming down my life. Um, also I just did a podcast. What was the name of it? She's a ten times five, ten times five. with Lori yeah. and Lisa. Yeah, that was fun, and those girls are cute, and we're going to send them some stuff. And I hope all, you guys will all listen to it, because I like to promote anybody. That, listen, if you're, if you're working hard and promoting something, then, you know, help them out. Watch it. Up. Watch it. I'll bore you to death, but you can watch it anyway. So Melania Trump's new, uh, chief of staff is coming out with a book, Stephanie Grisham. And the book is, listen to this. This was the girl that was supposed to be doing her press and, and running her whole office. Her book is called... I, I'll take your questions now. Well, bitch, it's a little late. Where were you back when we wanted those questions yeah, answered? Exactly. Uh, really? Are you kidding me? I'll take your questions now. Really? That's like somebody in the grave and they leave a note. Oh, I murdered somebody seven years ago. His name was Joe. And, you know, you put it out there when it matters. Oh, God. Snoop Dogg, guess what I get in the mail? I get this most magnificent package in purple and gold with a clear tote bag with one of those remote stereo things. What do you call them where you don't need anything? You just have the thing. Like, remember the one Tim gave RJ and you just put your iPhone to it? Oh, it's like a Bluetooth speaker? One of those Bluetooth speakers. It says Snoop Dogg on it, along with a bottle of gin. Snoop Dogg gin is yeah. a flavored gin. Along with, oh, all kind, oh, some glasses when I was broken. Anyway, I posted it because I thought, listen, if you're going to send me that gift, I'm going to help you promote it. So I want everyone to go buy that Snoop Dogg gin. I love him. I think he's hilarious. Yeah. He has, a, what is it called? 12 Crimes or 12, that's the name of his brand. That's like the, he has a rosé and a gin. Well, and this is an I-N-D-O-G-G-O, -G -G -O, and, and it's in a purple bottle. It's really pretty. Huh. That's nice. And he gave, a, of course, Freda took the blanket right off the bat because she's never warm enough. You know, she's, it's only 200 degrees. She's got the fireplace on in the sweaties and the hoodies and then uh, I didn't open the gin yet but I'm going to I forgot about it. you know I'm, we are not drinkers why did I not open that up and have a drink of it yep. we're just not that much of a drinker it, Michael Riley says the gin is great oh, <laughs> that's it uh, and then I'm gonna see this couple Saturday night I should take them a little 
taste of it. They're, they're drinkers. <laughs> That's five o'clock somewhere. Uh, and then, uh, let's see. Oh, and then this, okay, my God, I've been working with this woman for a long time that is, oh my God, she's a scientist, top level scientist. She swears that she has this basic foundation that gets rid of scars, dark spots, eczema, and psoriasis. So we're adding some things to it, and I'm going to test it. If that works, isn't that the hole in the earth? Yeah. <laughs> I just don't think it's yeah. going to work, I but know, I'm going we'll to test try it. it. She swears beyond. And a friend of mine tested it that told me about it, and, and that person said, oh, my God, I had a scar, and I tell you, it is gone. And I'm like, you've got to be kidding me. I'm going to – so – I mean, I don't want to get into. I've got like a couple medical. places I want to use yeah, on it. I don't want to get into medical stuff, but if something's yeah. that good and it works like that, I'm going to make it available. Why not? But yeah, let's see. Let's it. just see. And then I cannot wait to watch the movie, The Eyes of Tammy Faye. Me either. I want to go see it. I mean, you can't. They're not going to stream it for like a while. Oh, they're not so going to stream it. It's in theaters only this week. Oh, so I'll be able to see it. It'll I'm not probably going be a couple. I'm not either. Only if we buy the theater out. We, we could do buy that. Buy the theater out and invite ten people and make them all sit far apart. Remember, we bought the theater out one time for that guy. You what can was do that it. guy's name, Jason? That singer, and Les knew him. Such searching for Sugar Man. Les knew him. Yeah. Jason's brother-in-law grew up with him in South Africa, and he he wrote all those songs. What were the ones that were so famous that he wrote? Sugar Man. Sugar Man. I don't know. He was a very interesting guy. He lived in a one-bedroom brick apartment. Never made any money from his music. And I don't know. They're going to try to give Jason a microphone. He doesn't want a microphone. He does, pretends he doesn't know, know us. I know, but then they can't hear it, and I you have know to hear what? about it all week. He, you know what? He, he tells everybody that's Jason Jones that they're referring to that works in the other department of yeah. the office. But anyway, do you know those songs? Some of them were, were like really famous. Well, which one? Tell me. Well, the actual story was that he was the most famous artist in South Africa, for which everybody grew up with, and we all thought he was dead. We, oh. that, and then the member, the documentarian, That's right. we discovered he was alive, living in where, Michigan or somewhere? Yeah, Michigan. And then That's right. he, he didn't know, realize that he's. Albums, he didn't realize he was he the best-selling best artist and the most, most more famous More popular than the Beatles Africa. and Rolling Stones. Yeah, yeah. And, then he, and then they found, discovered he was here. And then they did a documentary about yes. him, and then he started writing songs again. Is yes. he still alive? Or did yes, he he, yeah. every year he performs in South Africa still to oh, sold still out. performing now? So well, he, not since COVID, but obviously, yeah. yeah. So he thought, they, in South Africa, they thought he was dead. He didn't know that he was a big star in South Africa, and he was the damn Rolling Stones of South Africa. So meanwhile, Roy bought out that theater. Where was that theater at? Over on the beach somewhere. It was the one on South and Beach, we invited the, the independent one. Yeah, it was brilliant. Roy was obsessed with it. It yeah. was... I think it was the Colony Theatre. Roy was obsessed with that story in the movie, and yeah, that's why he wanted to share it. Because the guy was never recognized for all of that, and he was like making no money. He was still working as a carpenter. He's, remember, he's working Construction as a carpenter. Construction carpenter, that's right. Songs. Where's the dog, baby? He's, he's and, here, he's working. And he, he lived right. in that little, and he didn't want anything more. He, he didn't just want didn't any want any fame, he didn't want any money, uh, whatever. But anyway, so there's that. Okay, well. So then uh, I watched, oh, my God, I binge-watched that series called Gossip on Showtime. Have you guys watched it? I, I have <laughs> so not. I came good. across it the other day uh, about the, Murdoch with the page six uh, yeah, story. How the they, they, it is brilliant. It was so good. 
And you know the funny, I am such a dumb luck blonde. I didn't even know who Richard Johnson was, and I was friends with him. And I knew he wrote for page six, but I didn't know. So he writes for some magazine somewhere. He was the biggest gossip columnist in the world. Yeah. Kind of like when I thought Pharrell was a rapper with a baseball cap. I was friends with him for years, and yeah. I had no idea. Don't he, you know Cindy Allen? Don't you know Cindy Allen? Huh? You knew Cindy Allen, didn't I didn't you? know Cindy Allen. Oh, oh, okay. I never met her. But she, but he was the biggest gossip columnist yes. in the world. He broke all these huge stories, and I knew him from Palm Beach. And then I find out who he was the other night. I've got a cell number. I'm going to call him up and say, my God, why didn't you ever brag to me about who you were? I could have gotten you some gossip. He was the guy that started it. In all those years, it. he never asked me for any gossip. Wow. Anyway, so I was listening to the hearings on Tony Blinken yesterday about leaving Afghanistan. After hearing him, i got to be honest with you, I think Biden did everything he possibly could have done, and I was critical of it in the beginning. But I just think they got a lot of nerve putting Tony Blinken through all these hearings when they wouldn't have they, – they've had one little hearing about the, the overthrow of the government and the attempted coup. Why is that dog barking? Anyway, moving along. Um, so also, I got those books delivered to Lux Media. You know, Lux Media, they're our podcast host, right? And so she's in L.A. She's got an office on Rodeo Drive. It's a beautiful building, and it's all decorated, gorgeous. It has my picture in it. Who knew? And so I sent her books for her big thing she's got coming up with all these fabulous the women women's. in L.A. She asked me to speak at that. But you know what? I'm not going to fly on a plane right now. With all this COVID, unless people, I am scheduled to go to Texas in three weeks. I'm hoping they get this vaccine mandate. I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know anymore. People, what's wrong with people? Oh, my God, here's my tweet to that guy. When he came back and said, you should read this case about Erica, I said, oh, you're missing the point. This isn't about the case or the victims. Oh, and he calls me defending my friend. (laughs) I didn't even matter. I said, or friendship or right or wrong. This is about you nonstop torturing, trolling, shaming, trying to humiliate, embarrass, and bully a woman, in my opinion, for personal promotion. Take it up in the court, not on Twitter. You have a cringy, cringy obsession, and it's enough. Oh, my God. That started a 17 back and forth thing going. <laughs> he just wants his 15 minutes of fame, well, there, is, is what they're saying. On the- I mean, it is for promotional gain. I mean, otherwise, just go in the court, file yeah. the thing, get the money, whatever you're going to do. Don't, why are you torturing her? She makes the mistake of taking the bait because she's got two million followers. He's got hardly any. For me to take the bait doesn't mean anything. Who am I? But if I'm her, I wouldn't take the bait. Anyway, so listen to this. This is my favorite new paper. I'm going to mail. I'm going to put this online. I want all of you to sign it right away. Get it. Everybody that you know that should sign it right away and file it and send it in. It's called The Anti-Vaxxer. To demonstrate my commitment to my freedoms and to compensate for the extra burden that I am putting on the U.S. medical system, I hereby decline medical treatment for COVID-19-related medical conditions. Witness to sign, you sign and date. Please keep this in your wallet with your ID or your insurance card and let your loved ones know to present this card uh, on behalf of you if you are incapacitated. So if you don't want the vaccine, sign the card and stay out of the hospital. Come yeah. on, baby. He's, he's a barking he? at the door because oh, there's people the walking by. Oh, don't do these people walk by our door. Uh, meanwhile, the, the royal family puts out a statement that the royal family is in support of Black Lives Matter. I had to fall on the floor and laugh. I was like, honey, Black Lives Matter is starting at home. Okay? Now, I do think the queen, I think she's very open-minded and very uh, supportive of everybody. I do. But there are some people in that behind those closed doors that aren't. 
So they have to come out and put out that story. I had to laugh, whatever. Uh, so, what was that? Oh, and then she put out a statement after, uh, on the 20 year anniversary of, um, of 9-11, I thought that was nice. Remember she made a big statement on uh, when it happened and then 20 years later she put out another statement um, thanking and uh, re referring to the, um, the victims, the survivors and their families, the first responders and the rescue workers. I love the queen. I think it's because I like her crown so much. You just want the jewels. <laughs> I do love those jewels. <laughs> Oh, there's not a mirror big enough for how many I would you put You put the on queen and the jewels in the room and leave. <laughs> we oh, never man. see the queen. <laughs> yeah, I forgive you for everything. In celebrity news, that Conor McGregor, uh, McGregor started a fight on the, uh, what do you call the VMA Awards, a red carpet with, the, with Machine Gun Kelly. Uh -huh. He threw a drink on him. And so why was he doing that? What were they fighting about? Does anybody know? I don't know, but I think one of them got arrested yesterday. Oh, he did? Yeah. Well, what happened? Conor McGregor asked Machine Gun for a photo. Machine Gun said no. And he got mad over that because he couldn't get a photo? So he threw a, he threw a drink at him? Oh, and almost hit Megan Fox by accident. What a twit! So the question is, should he be banned from the red carpet? That, that's He's the one our, always um, fighting with Jeff. Shipping department speaking over there. Should Oh, he did almost get in a fight with Jeff yes, Lewis. Jeff and him fight the all the time. Guy. So do you think that he should be banned from the red carpet? Um, I probably think they neither one of them will be asked back next year. <laughs> do you think he should be banned? You do? Second time he almost got in a fight. Okay, well, strike three, you're out, dude. Oh, by the way. I mean, all of that Met Gala stuff this year, I just couldn't. No, that wasn't the Met. That was the VMAs. Yeah. It was the VMAs. Oh, yeah, the, the VMAs. The and then the Met Gala was this oh, week, too. All right, so let me ask you this. It, does it bother anybody or just me? There's these two couples. One of them is Courtney and her tattoo boyfriend. And yes. then there's another Travis one. Parker. Who's the other one that's the girl and her boyfriend? And all they do is make out in public all the time and French kiss and fondle each other in the elevator, on the street, on the boat, and they photograph it and post these pictures. What is the world coming to? I don't, why are they doing that? I don't know. It's, uh, Do, I don't understand all the public display of affection like don't that. Don't you it's, think uh, it's icky? I think it's icky. I'm it's sorry. It's like two steps missed They're in potty what? training. Oh, yeah, she's right. They have children. You know what? I'm sorry. That's just too icky. You don't have to do it all the time. It's okay, like, once in a while. But it's almost like they're performance art. It's like they're trying to be the sideshow at the circus or something. Yeah. And it's gross, and it's embarrassing. Oh, whatever. <laughs> Meanwhile, TMZ, Kate Quigley is healing, according to TMZ, healing mentally, physically, after her L.A. get-together where three friends died uh, from overdose of the fentanyl-laced cocaine. Uh, let me ask you. First of all, she's lucky to be alive. Right. But there's going to be a criminal investigation. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Who sold these four kids, because they're young adults, comedians, Rico Angelini, Rico Angelini, and Fugas, whatever their names, whatever. I'm not dismissing them. I just didn't write their names down properly. But, I mean, somebody needs to go to jail for selling them fentanyl-laced cocaine. And by the way, they took it. They bought it, and they took it. So they should have some 
now of course they're dead, but you can't completely hold the person that sold them that completely, uh, you know, um, you can't hold them completely responsible. And the girl that didn't die, is she going to have any criminal exposure? I mean, was she passing it around? Did she bring it to the party? No. Does she know where they got it? I mean, that's a whole, this is like, to me, like the biggest thing that's hit the news in years. And now you don't hardly hear about it much. Yeah. But I mean, four people, died. three died. And then the other actor, Michael Williams, died. And then another one died, a 26-year-old. They're dying like flies over there with the fentanyl lace cocaine. <clears throat> that is horrible. So fentanyl is apparently a pain-killing type of drug, right? Yes, it's like an anesthesia. Yeah, so why would you want to, why would you take a drug and then not even want to feel it? I don't, I don't know. I'm just too old. Well, I think the people that take it use it as a painkiller. For like, yeah. like, if you look at like when they talk about Prince and Michael Jackson, both you know overdosed well, on it, <laughs> and that's what they were taking, and it, um, you know, it just it kills well, the pain, but pain it's just killer. It also kind of knocks you. Yeah, out, it does, you know? and so that's what the whole thing is: that's is horrible. that you can also not learn to live well, without it. Well, who's making this damn fentanyl? should also go to jail because they're letting it hit the gray market somehow. They're not controlling their distribution. So now back to celebrity news. Did you guys watch the Met Gala? All I just right. looked well, at some of the photography. Think? Get your microphone out, Jason. I think that, uh, well, this mic has got really bad feedback. All right. Well, so, so what, is, what does everybody think? Donatella looks like she had a facelift. Uh, I thought her face looked completely different. She looked very smooth and beautiful, I thought. I think she was wearing that Leah Black. I think she ordered last night. <laughs> it might have been. I was thinking that last night when I was looking at her, I was like, her she face looks that great. face mask, that sudden new face mask about two weeks ago. It's working. But I thought, like, overall, it was pretty forgettable. I mean, there were some good looks, but, I mean, I just didn't think it, it Jason, was. Jason, what did you think? Uh, I wasn't so impressed this year. I thought it was a little bit over the top uh, for me. Um, well, it's all COVID, too. Yeah, you know, and I guess they were trying to make up for it and stuff. What do you think? What was she going to say? Uh, they're saying Iman looked beautiful. Uh, I think they missed it. Everybody yeah. missed the thing. I think they the missed only the, one that dressed yeah, they American missed the point. J-Lo. Yeah. <laughs> she looked like she just got off a horse in Wyoming. No, no they definitely <laughs> missed the point of it, and I think <laughs> that's why I see it as over the top, because I don't think they were getting what the whole point of it was. Yeah, they didn't they get could the have thing. interpreted it properly. And that's what I thought it was so camp. I thought it was like not like what wasn't, they were trying to do. It wasn't like do. it used to be. What that's did what you? I what thought. else were you gonna say? Said a lot of people didn't yeah. show up. Why didn't they show up? Oh yeah, Nikki. She didn't go because she wanted to get vaccinated. Well, remember her cousin in Jamaica's friends, neighbors, nephews, son's brother, balls <laughs> fell off because he did the shot. <laughs> I mean, oh my God! There's someone, was... there's someone named what's her name? Kiki? Is there someone named Kiki? Yeah. So she took a picture of the food and said it was uh, on the Friar Festival le level. The food was so bad, and they said, this really? is why you never see the food, and they took a picture of it, and I heard that she's already been uninvited. <laughs> oh, yeah, you're not, never you don't let her Anna Wintour. Anna's already taken But let me tell you something. <laughs> Nobody eats at those things. Yeah. But yeah, I will, true. to me... But it's $35,000 a plate. And it was a charity, though. It's right, charity. but still. And what did you think about AOC? Because she's getting a lot of feedback you on that. You know what? She, it's a charity. It. Somebody donated the money probably on her behalf. And she said, "These all these people are rich, and I'm going to put it in their face. So, so what? And, Let her make her statement. Who cares? And tax the wealthy? No, she said tax Google the rich. Or, yeah, the rich went up 
in Google searches like 2,000%. That's, that's why she did it. By yeah. the way, I wish she would have just said tax the billionaires. They're the ones that are getting away with the murder. The millionaires are paying 40% plus, and in New York and California, more. So she should have said tax the billionaires, but maybe that would have taken too much space on her skinny little body. But that's what I think. But uh, you know, anyway, but the theme to me, the whole thing is everyone's basically nude with little panties and a little tiny bra with see-through clothes. <laughs> That's what everyone was wearing. That's what they were all wearing. Showing off their little bikini. They, she could have just and had Versace. the thing. Yeah, she could have just had the whole thing at the swimming pool. <laughs> yeah. You know? But they did all miss the theme. No one yeah. stuck with the theme. And you're right, a lot of people didn't go. So my favorite thing out of the whole thing was, I didn't like her outfit, but I mean, Kim Kardashian came in that whole black thing. And then I saw the Lincoln Project tweeted a picture and said, not so fast, Ivanka Trump. Yeah, Ivanka <laughs> trying to sneak, sneak in, in knowing she'll never get invited. Well, you know, I kind of thought she was like personifying the mask, yeah. you know, for COVID mask thing. I don't know. I couldn't have worn that. I'm too claustrophobic. I wouldn't have been able to handle that. But anyway, uh, and then I also wonder, some of those people, I wonder if they paid. Hmm, I think some of them were there for show. Iman and Deborah Harry looked good as well. People oh, Iman, she did look, but she always, she's just drop she's dead. Gorgeous. She's just gorgeous. You know, they all, I mean, they, they all, I mean, I will say this, that dress Kendall Jenner had on was drop yeah, dead yeah. gorgeous. It looked like she was dripping in diamonds. That was, that to was, me, that was our favorite. Your, was that your well. favorite? We thought it was To beautiful. me, that was the dress of the night. She, I mean, it wasn't much, well, it really was not in the theme of the poor American starving, living on the streets, dying of COVID, but it was a nice, um, beautiful look. She, I mean, that was gorgeous. Absolutely gorgeous. To who? Oh, she was paying homage to Audrey Hepburn and my feel I love Audrey Hepburn. Well, I mean, I guess you could squeeze that into the theme. Everybody has their interpretation of the theme. Uh, and celebrity news, Joan Rivers' Manhattan home just sold, sold Joan Rivers' Manhattan, what? It's, on, it's for sale. Yeah, yeah. It, sold, uh, it sold for $28 million back a few years ago, and now it's on sale for $38 million. It's a few steps from Fifth Avenue, and it has a Central Park view. She lived there for 28 years. It's a pre-war conditioned condo, and uh, it was built by the renowned French architect Horace Trumbauer. 11 rooms, five bathrooms, ballroom, five fireplaces, two terraces, and a panel library. I will say this. It's a little Versace over the top, put posh, posh. But if you replaced just a little bit of, uh, just some of those antiques for some more contemporary pieces, the, the place has got a huge ceiling, dome ceiling. It's got a the, dining room oh. for 30. I mean, it's I mean, it, huge. It has, you know, it, it's just a drop dead. I mean, there, she it, said her famous joke was Marie Antoinette would have lived there if she could have afforded it. That's true. That's true. I mean, it, you know, it's it's you know, it's 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 people don't in today's world don't appreciate no. that beautiful gorgeousness. And people probably like, oh my God, I would tear this out and tear that out. It'd be hard to change anything if you bought it because it is perfectly done and in perfect taste for what it is. But to be in today's world user-friendly, I'd probably have to replace, or maybe I'd just refabric some of those antique mm -hmm. furniture pieces so they weren't 
so frou-frou. Right. But that Aubusson rug in the middle of the floor and the and chandeliers. The fireplaces, and, oh the marble God, fireplaces oh, and everything God is beautiful. Bless. It's gorgeous. Uh, but people just don't have an appreciation for that. You know, oh. they like all that asymmetrical, squared off, concrete, all glass look in L.A. Yeah. I, I hate that. That's what they like. That's what I live in there. I live in a box. <laughs> Michael Riley said, an opulent living for a fabulous lady. And that's the she truth. She was fabulous. She was. She was you know, that was such a wrongful death. So, well, yeah. the, the, the doctor was got sued and lost a lot of money, but I knew that whole inside story because Melissa was talking to Joe Francis every minute that it was happening, and he was telling me and I was telling Roy, and that was horrible. And I was at, the night before she died, I was at that thing that um, one of the networks put on in New York. She was supposed to be the host, and she was in the hospital, and the next day she died. Oh, my, I remember I was in Bravo's studio at this pitch meeting with these people when they came in and said she just died. I was like, oh, my God. Well, I knew it was coming because I had been talking to Joe, but I didn't say anything. I didn't, you know, it was just horrible. Anyway, so, and Housewives News. Um, so let's just talk about that little dinner that they had. <laughs> the dinner party from hell, part yeah, two. Yeah, because apparently Eric, I mean, uh, Sutton is saying that Erica said something under her breath that was so horrible she'd never repeat it. Yeah. Hmm, what do you think that is? First of all, I have a hard time thinking Sutton wouldn't repeat it. <laughs> but I don't have a hard time thinking Erica would say it. Yeah, I mean, listen, Erica was a little much at the dinner with Sutton, I think, but they also, you know, I, I think she's had about enough she could they take. They were piling on. They were all piling on. They were yeah. piling on. She, they like had her on the witness stand. The only thing they didn't have was have her put her under oath. <laughs> My favorite thing was the butler. I love the butler. <laughs> and Kathy Hilton's butler stayed there for the whole dinner. Of course so, he did. He went in the kitchen once, and you heard him say under his breath, "They're fighting like cats and dogs." Yeah, you know, you don't think he's going to leave that party? Oh my God! I remember that girl Victoria that lived in. Uh, Fort Lauderdale, she used to have an English butler. And we would go there. It was a whole, you know, formal, ran the house formal, like a formal house. I always thought I'd like to run the house like a formal house. And then I walk in the kitchen, sit on the bar stool, and go, now nah, I'll have a fry. <laughs> anyway, uh, so they did film the reunion last week. And James already told you what happened about that. And apparently Erica answered all of her questions. And now Sonia's got a problem with her house won't sell. And she Appar can't rent it out. Apparently Garcelle and Lisa Renna fought like cats and dogs at the reunion, too. So. Oh, really? Yeah, they, that, that's that been the story to come me. out. That doesn't surprise me. But they all stayed. But Lisa said everyone stayed and took it. Nobody got up and walked off. No one left or anything at all. And Andy agreed that, you know, everyone stayed and took their took their. Well, fed, whatever. It's ever yeah. since that one year when uh, was it Adrian Malouf walked out of the reunion and then they didn't renew her, that kind of set a precedent. But uh, the and one Lisa Vanderpump did the same thing. She didn't show up for the reunion and she and but she yeah, quit. She's not on the show either anymore. But the one that sticks out to me of all the reunions is when Teresa Giudici threw Andy in that chair. Yeah. I was like, you have not met your match, dude. Just sit down and shut up. She's running this show. She literally, I mean, picked up, like, picked him up and throw him down. I was like, my God, is that assault? We've got a video of it. Oh, well, anyway, she's come a long way. Let's do a five-second break real quick for okay. our commercials. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. 
we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. And we're back. Okay, so... Uh, in Florida, oh God, the Florida news, you know, they're embarrassing us again. Uh, a man opened up fire on some deputies with his AK-15 rifle during a regular traffic shot. Uh, there was a two-year-old kid in the car and one gun, the gunman's dead and the, the deputy's injured. What in the hell is wrong? Do you need to walk around the streets or have an AK-15 in your car? <sighs> I don't know. Migration to Miami has tripled in the last year. It ranks the top highest, three times higher than in 2020. Uh, 20, uh, 20. So it ranks amongst the U.S. highest ratings in terms of migration. 34% of the real estate sales are from out-of-town people. I saw the mayor of New York begging people to come back to New York. Don't leave us. Don't leave us. Uh, well, so they're, they're all coming down here with well, the COVID, I guess. And Miami-Dade uh, had the highest rent increase percentage oh, since yeah. April I saw that any too. other city in the United States. I, I, w I was thinking when I saw that, I wish I had a bunch of rental houses. I wouldn't do that to people, though. I just wouldn't do it. I wouldn't do it. I would do it to the people that could afford it. I wouldn't do it to people that couldn't. I just couldn't do it. But, yeah, because when people aren't working, you know, if they took advantage, whatever. Uh, the houses are flying off the market. I mean, they're flying out the door. Um, so the TMZ, the woman said that she was um, kicked off of an airline because she was too fat, according to Alaska Air. And so she went under the knife to have surgery, lose weight, and they escorted her off the plane and told her that she was too heavy to be on the plane. Have you ever heard of anything like that? And she said she did a lot of self-reflection and went and had surgery to, to somehow, I don't know what kind of surgery she had, to lose weight. Huh. How embarrassing is that? Yeah. I don't think you have the right so, to tell somebody they're too fat to be on the plane. I'll tell you what they do. Because I talked with people about this before that work with the airlines. So if you're over a certain size, they will make you purchase two seats. Well, then they should have said, ma'am, I'm going to have you sit here. We're going to pull the handle up, but you're going to have to pay for the second seat when you arrive. Right. You don't do that to people. Yeah, exactly. That makes me mad. I don't think it was handled there. properly. I have flown Alaskan Air when I used to fly to, Hawaii, uh, to Alaska. Oh, my God, it's horrifying. You're flying into 100-mile-an-hour winds. Oh, so horrible. Isn't that who owns Virgin Air now is Alaskan Air? I think it is, the well, same company. Well, it didn't, didn't last for a while, though. Yeah, so. Virgin America. Yeah, but then it didn't last. Yeah. So... I was, did you see the video? This man rushes past this woman and shoves her aside to get up the elevator. Yes. A moving ele escalator. escalator. I escalator. saw it in New York. He turns around, goes down three or four steps, and kicks her. And she tumbles down the stairs. Yes. 
The man needs to be in jail. So I saw the whole story and the video yesterday on the news, and apparently the guy had hit her to begin with, and she just said, hey, could you be careful or whatever? And that's when he turned well, around she, and went like, She yeah. said, can you say excuse, excuse me? Excuse me, yes, yeah. that's what she said. But he kicked her, and she flew <laughs> down backwards, down several flights of stairs, I mean, down the whole escalator. I mean, I think that guy should go to jail. He should be arrested for assault. It's horrible. I hope they find him. Well, uh, TMZ reporting that in Florida again, six-hour SWAT standoff with the gun-toting teenager on the roof, and it was interrupted by a naked woman on a golf cart. You know, this is why 34, <laughs> that's why more people are migrating to Florida. They just want to watch a reality show all day. It really day. is. Listen, I got up to get water in the middle of the night the other night. There were two university students in my yard having sex, so. <laughs> 1 a.m. I can't with these people. In the bushes. Oh, my God. I got up to go get a drink, and I oh, saw something on my side window, and there were I two people out the I side. I can't. So Caitlyn Jenner, the one that was so committed to running for governor, oh, yeah. who went and did Big Brother instead, I think she got less than one-tenth of one-tenth of one-tenth percent of the vote. She, you know, they, they put this stupid law in effect in Florida where women really don't have the right to choose, and if you really want to have an abortion after two weeks of pregnancies, he says at six, it's really two, you have to go outside the state to do it. So of course it, it, it's really targeted to the poor and underprivileged. And when they have the kids, they don't want to help. Okay. So she comes out. Listen to her statement. I am for a woman's right to choose, but I'm also for the state having the ability to make their own laws. So I support the Texas decision. Talk about She's having it both ways. It's not just with her sexuality. She no. wants to have it both ways with everything. I saw her talking this morning, too, about losing and all that stuff. I think um, oh, I didn't see that. the stripper, who was the stripper that ran? There was, like, some girl that was a porno star or stripper. Oh, I missed that, too. She got more votes than Caitlyn and uh, Steve, um, Vicki Gumbelson's. Uh, uh, <laughs> they both got, the stripper got more votes than those two. Well, the stripper, <laughs> stripper probably went out and hustled up some votes. <laughs> Uh, let's see. Um, I just can't. It's just too much. So during 9-11. Yeah, Steve Lodge. That's his yes. Name. During 9-11, all three presidents went and made speeches and did ceremonies. Yeah. Trump, I mean, I'm sorry, Bush and Biden and Obama and Hillary, who was really the president. She just wasn't put into office. So four. And Carter's too old to travel. And where do you think Donald Trump went? Well, he was having a, a, rest, or a fighting match. No, he went money. two blocks from his house in New York and stopped in a fire department place where there were less than 20 people and started ranting about, well, when you win and they steal it from you, what can you do? And he went on. He didn't say a word about the victims. He didn't say a word about 9-11. He ranted about how that was stolen from him. Two or three people laughed, and a couple clapped, and other people were looking at him like, you've lost it. You have to get that new book, Peril, that's, everybody. That's, what about that Bob Orwell book? I was just getting ready to say. It's coming out. I know, well, and all that got, came oh out God. yesterday, I couldn't believe that. I, I believe every word of it. I just can't. I'm sure it's yeah. true, but yeah. Yeah. So instead, but in then that night, I wonder how much he made on that pay-per-view. It was $50 a head. I wonder how much he made. And I can guarantee, oh, did you see he made a commercial for the Mooners or something, the Moonlighters? There's this, this cult called the Moon something. Do you know what it is? Anyway, he made a commercial for him. <laughs> so he's selling commercials now, I guess. I just can't. Well, in good news, FIU has trained dog-sniffing COVID dogs. 
So they can tell 99% if they smell your mask if you are carrying COVID or they not. Well, yeah, but they're, the tests they're giving them is yeah. hold, the, hold the mask. So that is fantastic. <laughs> so it's funny that you say that. You know who else can do that? That can smell it? Like, his dogs can smell cancer and certain diseases within you. Kim Kardashian can also do that. And, they, and, and Ellen interviewed her once, and they talked about it. And she was talking about she knew that Ellen had something wrong with her, and she had told her, and Ellen went and had it checked, and there was something. And she said, it's so weird you have the same scent as dogs, because dogs are able to... <laughs> not, not all dogs have four legs. No, that's for sure. <laughs> but that's amazing that they have that dogs that can do yeah. that. I think that's fantastic. Yeah, well, they call in the perfume industry, they call... Jason's laughing at my joke. He's the only one that laughs at my jokes. They call it a nose. And Estee Lauder used to say she had a nose. She yeah. could... She could per- dealt perfumes, you know. Uh, so so here are the seven stages of, of COVID, just so that you guys go get the vaccine. Number one, you have debilitating symptoms for a few days, hard to breathe, so you go to the emergency room. Your oxygen saturation levels tell you you need help. You get four liters of oxygen per minute. Per minute. Then they admit you. They start working on antivirals, steroids, anticoagulants, and monoxide monoclonal whatever antibodies then you start feeling bad if you if you get any better more than a few days they'll send you home and wean you off the oxygen then you get discharged and you survive stage two becomes harder and harder for you to breathe like drowning many patients describe the feeling the Bronchial treatments provide a little relief. The oxygen requires increase significantly from 4 liters to 15 liters to 40 liters per minute. Little things like relieving yourself or sitting up in bed become so difficult you can't do it on your own. Your oxygen saturation declines and you can't move about and they transfer you to intensive care. Stage three, you're exhausted from hyperventilating to satisfy your body's demand for air, but we put you on non-invasive positive pressure ventilation, a big bulky face mask that must be Velcroed tightly to your face so the machine can efficiently push the pressure into your lungs to pop them open so that you can get enough oxygen. Stage four, your breathing becomes even more labored. We can tell you're severely fatigued. The arterial uh, blood draw confirms that the oxygen content in your body is critically low. We prepare to intubate you. If you're unable to, then there's a time that we suggest you call your loved ones. This might be the last time they'll hear your voice. We connect you to a ventilator. You are sedated and paralyzed, fed through a feeding tube, hooked to a Foley catheter and a rectal tube. We return your limp body regularly so you don't develop pressure ulcers and bed sores. And we flip you under your stomach to allow better oxygenation, and we try experimental therapeutics. Stage five, if you survive stage one, two, three, and four, your oxygen levels and overall condition have not improved after several days on the ventilator. Your COVID-infested lungs need assistance and time to heal. So someone brings in an ECMO machine that bypasses your lungs and oxygenates your blood, and your community hospital doesn't have that capability. So if you're stable enough, we'll transfer you to another hospital otherwise we'll continue to treat you as best as we can but understand we are overwhelmed and we can't get always give you the best care stage six the pressure required to open your lungs is so high that your air can leak into your chest cavity so we insert tubes to clear it out your kidneys fail to filter the byproducts of the drugs we continually give you despite diuretics your entire body swells from fluid retention and you require dialysis to help with your function 
The long hospital stay in your depressed immune system makes you susceptible to infections. A chest x-ray shows fluid accumulated in your lung sacs. A blood clot may show up. We can't prevent these complications at this point. We treat them as they present. If your blood pressure drops critically, we will administer vasopressors to bring it up, but your heart may stop anyway. After several rounds of CPR, we'll get your pulse and your circulation back, but soon your family will need to make a difficult decision. Stage seven, after several meetings with the care team, your family decides to withdraw care. We extubate you, turn off your breathing machinery, and set up a final FaceTime with your loved ones. As we work in your room, we hear crying and loving goodbyes, and we cry too and hold your hand until your last natural breath. I've been doing this for 17 months now, and it doesn't get easier. That's from a woman that's a respiratory therapist at a hospital in California. Girl, if you, what is the dog? No, but the cord is caught on the, okay. Yeah, so if that, yeah, so if you guys don't want to get the vaccine, I suggest you go and you read this and read it again and read it again until you're familiar with what's going to happen so that you're prepared when you go to the hospital. This is an op-ed by Karen, G-A-L-L-A-R-D-O, opinion piece. Well, that's, that's the life of a COVID patient. I just can't understand anybody who won't get the vaccine. Dan, uh, oh my God, let's see. Oh, this vaccine, of course, this chiropractor in Florida is writing uh, excuses for people to wear a mask, saying that they have, you know, medical excuses. So he wrote over 500 his first day, and now they're writing excuses every day. So people now in Florida are saying, well, some of them are not willing to accept an excuse from a chiropractor not to get mandated. What in the hell's wrong with people? We had 300,000 cases in 24 hours and 2,200 Americans died in 24 hours. We're having an average of about 1,200 to 1,500 a week in Florida right now. In Texas, they've had almost 15,000. California, 15,000. Florida, 8,500. But remember, that equates to like 16,000 because there's twice the population in California. So basically, two to one. In Michigan, 7,000. New York, 6,500. People are just dropping dead like flies. Let's see what else there is. Well, let's go over to this one for a while. Let's go to that book that General Milley came out and said Trump was in such mental decline that he was afraid he was going to start a nuclear war. So he warned China... China was calling him saying, he's, what happened with the insurrection? Is everything okay? And he's like, don't worry, I've got it under control. And now they're trying to say that he's a traitor because he told uh, China, don't worry, I'll let you know if anything happens, because he was trying to keep China from launching a first strike, thinking Trump was crazy, he was going to start the nukes. Nancy Pelosi was calling General Milley and saying, the guy's crazy, you know it and I know it, what are we going to do about it? And all the whistleblowers are now coming out. Well, I appreciate them all coming out for this book called Peril, but they should have all fucking come out the day after that insurrection. They should have come out and said, this man is mentally unstable. They should have called the cabinet together and said, Mike Pence, you are going to be president for the next 20 days until the other one's sworn in because this man is crazy. you got to read that book, Peril. It's just too much. So in other news, uh, what else? And thank you for that book that you oh, uh, I got you your gave book me signed. the book for. I forgot. I got your book signed. I got um, Here Right Matters by, by Lieutenant Coleman. And meanwhile, RJ's, his uh, rash has almost gone away. 
It's, it's almost gone away. We're getting that blood test Monday. It's been raining all day here, like deluging every day. And um, what happened with that Pakistani student, Jason? Did we pay the tuition? Are you going to? My God, we were trying to pay this Pakistanian's tuition. Let's talk about that afterwards and because it's not what you think it is. And, and it just went back and forth and I've spent hours in phone calls. Jason's put hours into it because I wanted to pay his tuition and then the lawyer scared us or Wanda scared us and said, what if it's a terrorist? Well, it's not as simple as that because the information I was getting from him was not working and then when I was doing more research, it seems that it's not legitimate. Yeah, but I wanted I wanted to just pay the school directly for uh, him. Yeah, then the school... Yeah, uh, he gave me the number for the school. Did you call the school? I called the school. In quotes. Well, I was trying to help him pay for his year's tuition. I felt really sorry for him. We were sending him the money to pay. And then Jason and the lawyer and Wanda, everybody has me thinking I'm supporting a terrorist organization in Pakistan. So I guess we didn't send the money. And the bottom of the, the moral of the story is, do not respond to anybody overseas offering that you're going to help them. Because it's, <laughs> it, gives, it takes up too much time, investigation, and hours. <laughs> Like tons of these people. I try to, I have another I don't, one. Your heart's in a good place, oh but it's just gosh. not worth it. You were not here for the first hour today. <laughs> Why? What was happening? Was he taking care of the Pakistanian kid? Oh, we heard all about it. And what about the soccer kid? Are we, we gonna talk did, about you, it did after. you get the video of the soccer kid? That's another story. Yeah, we'll did talk you get it? Because we're oh, trying yeah, to get I'm still a kid waiting a soccer for the video, video for all the evidence I'm, that you wanted, as yeah. in the coach's history. Because yeah. uh, we're trying to get him a soccer scholarship. Yeah. Still waiting. Oh, we're still waiting for it? Yeah, okay. That's well, one. without the video, I can't get him a scholarship. If I get the video, I might. I already talked to a guy that owns a soccer team. You know, we I'm gonna stop replying to people because it is a lot of work <laughs> and I dump it on well, Jason but the thing is I mean you think about this kid is in India he wants to play soccer it's his life dream all he needs is a break then you got this kid in Pakistan he wants an education all he needs is a few hundred dollars to pay for a year's tuition and I just wanted to pay it and you know what if he's ripping me off he's ripping me off I'd rather pay it and have him have a chance to go to school but I definitely don't want to get in a web of the FBI for supporting <laughs> terrorists Roy would literally kill me Oh He'd God. probably kill me. Yes, he would. He'd just kill me. That'd be the end of it. If, if, we, if, we, if Leah comes up missing, we'll know she You'll paid know. the tuition. So meanwhile, I want to tell you guys about this Iris and Romero. So this woman sent us this. It's called LessMakeup.more. Her name is Michelle. And, you know, I don't wear foundation. I only wear powder. So Because foundations are so thick. Well, I found this one and I love it because it's just like a, it's like just like a cream, but it's got a little tint to it. So this is my new favorite foundation, and it also happens to have properties of skincare in it. So it's healthy for your skin rather than just an all chemical, uh, you know, foundation. So you can find that at LessMakeup.more. Her name is Iris Romero. And then we have our special. What's our special, James? Uh, right now we have our fall preview event happening, and we have 50% off of the Sudden Youth Intensive Moisture Cream, uh, Moisture Renewal Cream, and that is 500 milligrams of CBD in it. It is our ultra-hydrating lotion that you can use on your face, your hands, your feet, your legs, body, everywhere, and it's great to get your skin ready now before the fall elements start to I use it here in. in Florida, even though it's hot and humid, but Absolutely. remember Lisa we just did the podcast with, the tip plus 10 plus yeah, 5? Yeah, she said it's her favorite product now, and she's been using our products for all that time. Yeah, they have been. They've it's actually been putting it on their top too. lists, too. It's they have. becoming my 
favorite too. So my mom, she changed like yeah. her yeah. the first couple of days that she used it. She said she wasn't sure if she liked it as much as the as a lighter, the daily one that yeah. we have. But yeah. she wrote me back and she's like, I really do like the new yeah. one. I think a lot better. Well, if you like a light, light moisturizer to wear under your makeup, you the moisturizer is perfect. Right. And men love moisturizer. And if it's hot and sweaty, the moisturizer is perfect. And by the way, the sunscreen does the same thing. It's got the moisturizing properties to it. But if you like a night cream that really, really makes your your skin, if it's a, the least bit dry or thirsty, then the renewal cream. So I use the moisture lotion in the morning and the renewal cream at night. But now I'm going to be using, I'm going to try the foundation. <laughs> Maybe my face will look prettier if I wear foundation. I don't know <laughs> if I mentioned the code. The code is renewal for the renewal cream for 50% off. And we're also giving away um, a fizzing lavender bath bomb uh, with every purchase, which is Yay! one of your favorite things. I do. I want oh. Oh, would you put some of those bath bombs in my bag to go? I'm out. I love them. I do love them. I think I do. They're great. And I then mean, if you're not, if you're in the market for something else, you can use the podcast code for 30% off of the items for a limited time. You know what happens is that bath, the the bath bombs, is when you put those. I've used two instead of one. Yeah, but your skin feels silky. It feels like you put lotion all over it. And I hate, I mean, I hate to be so lazy, but I really don't like to have to sit and put all the lotion on. That's why I like a spritzing kind of lotion and then you rub it in. But I'm too lazy. So if you're going to take a bath anyway and you put those bath bombs in there, then you don't want to get out of the tub, I will tell you. But your skin feels like silk when you get out and you feel like you've lubricated your entire body, which we don't want that crepey dry skin. I can't have any of that. No, we can't have any of that. <laughs> okay, guys. Well, thank you. We had fun. Oh, and wow. I guess I'll talk to you guys later. Don't forget to watch the podcast. What's it called? Plus uh, t a 10. Uh, yeah, she's a 10. She's a 10. Times five. Times five. Yes. And then the uh, and then the dumb gay politics. Wait till you hear the latest guests they're going to have. Yeah, and also, Leah is going to be doing a couple of uh, the bigger podcasts, like Behind the Velvet Row. Oh, I forgot doing I'm doing that right now. Next, next week, we're going to be taping that with them. Or wait, week I'm after not, next. I'm not, wait, I'm, you're well, doing the, I'm uh, doing Joey's you're doing, right you're now. doing Joey's right What's now. Joey's? What's it's uh, the two guys. Uh, yeah, I'm doing a dinner. It's, Joey he's a is chef. He's a Brad Pitt's private chef. He also was Lady Gaga's private chef for a while. And I'm doing some kind of a dinner party podcast thing with him right now. I forgot about that. Oh, Lord, I thought it was finished. Okay, well, we'll talk to you guys later. It's called Two Guys from Hollywood. Oh, Two Guys from Hollywood. Yeah, well, two I fit guys right from in. Hollywood. All right. All right, thanks, everyone. We'll see you next week. Bye. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more, with Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.